You're listening to Under a Pile of Books. I'm your host, Calvin Park. First off this week, everyone, I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone that has been listening to the podcast, to those of you who who have subscribed on your favorite podcast platforms, uh, and also a huge thanks to those who've shared the podcast with their friends uh, on Twitter, other social media. I really appreciate it. I'm having a great time recording these, and it's always uh, nice to hear from folks who are having a great time listening. And uh, really appreciate everyone and your support. So uh, thanks so much for being a part of this, and I'm looking forward to seeing where things continue to go. Also, I've had a couple questions of about uh, Goodreads and uh, my account on there. I can be found under Calvin Park on Goodreads. You all are welcome to uh, request uh, to be friends, and I'm, I'm always happy to have new friends on Goodreads, or you can just follow my reviews if you prefer to uh, to just get my reviews or whatnot uh, and see what I'm, uh, I'm doing on there. So you're welcome either way, but uh, I can be found as Calvin Park on Goodreads. All right, so let's go ahead then and jump into uh, my week in review. I finished two books this week, and I'm fairly pleased with the two books that that I was able to finish. The first of those uh, is The Bone Ships by R.J. Barker. This was an arc that I had. It is coming out uh, actually very soon. I'll say more about that later, but... I really enjoyed this. It's kind of a swashbuckling uh, high seas adventure, but with some some definite fun twists to it. Uh, one of them being that most of the ships in this world are made out of dragon bone, hence the bone ships. And uh, just just kind of a really neat world, very immersive, uh, very creative in some of the aspects of magic as well as some of the history and and just the setting there's this huge essentially worldwide archipelago um maybe not actually worldwide but but at least a large portion all of the known world is an archipelago and that that it just made for a really interesting kind of read. Uh, lots of nautical terms, nautical uh, adventure definitely would be a subgenre that this falls into. So if you like uh, kind of pirate stories, naval stories for your fantasy, uh, this is definitely one that you should consider. I think that. Um, you know, in some ways, in some ways, it reminds me of Robin Hobbs' uh, Ship of Magic, uh, her whole actually live ship trader series. Though I will admit, I actually liked uh, the Bone Ships significantly more than I enjoyed Ship of Magic, which in a lot of ways didn't didn't quite work for me. But uh, the Bone Ships, just a lot of fun, really neat concept. Uh, and and for such a really quite epic fantasy, it's told through a single viewpoint character, which is definitely a rarity. And I think it really works in this book because uh, the, the the character is 
very good uh, for, for like giving you the perspective that you need, but not getting lost in the weeds. It, it, it was a lot of fun to read. Really, really enjoyed it. Uh, recommend it easily. Easily recommend it to, to anyone who is into, especially those who are into kind of nautical fantasy and, and, and that sort of thing. So uh, a lot of fun. And like I said, I'll say more about when it's coming out here uh, in a few moments. The second book that I finished this week was The Fire I Chosen by Samuel Gately. Now, The Fire I Chosen is the sequel to The Fire Eye Refugee. I came across The Fire Eye Refugee about a year ago, maybe a little more than that. And I came across it because it was in 2018's Spiffbo. I enjoyed it. It, it was... Uh, sort of a fun read, had one or two parts that didn't work for me. The Fire I Chosen is definitely a better book overall. I, I enjoyed it even more than the first book. Uh, we get to see a little bit more of the world, uh, at least the main city where the, the action takes place. We get to see a little bit more of that. I think the characters are done even better than in the original. Uh, and yeah, just overall, it was, it was a good read. It, it's a pretty quick read. It's not a super long book. And I've been sort of in this phase, whatever you want to call it, of reading some longer uh, books. This one, The Fire I Chosen, is not even 300 pages. So quick read sort of some mystery elements to it, adventure, almost a sort of fantasy private eye. So if you want to call this crime noir or something like that, I think, you know, you could call it that. So The Fire I Chosen by Samuel Gately, definitely enjoyed that. If you enjoy kind of private eye stories, but you also like fantasy, this would definitely be one uh, worth checking out, though you should read The Fire Eye Refugee, which is very similar in, in that way uh, before you, you read The Fire Eye Chosen. Those were the two books that um, I finished this week. I also uh, just began, literally like today, an hour ago or something, uh, The Throne of the Five Winds. This is an arc I have from uh, Orbit. Thank you to orbit. Uh, this, this releases later in October. So I'm reading it to get ready to, to write my review and, and have that out hopefully uh, in time for release, but the throne of the five winds by SC Emmett. This one, again, haven't really gotten into it, uh, more than like a chapter, but from the description, it sounds like, um, sort of a epic fantasy very much inspired by uh, Asia. And uh, I, I really dig those kinds of settings. So I'm looking forward to this one. I've also had an incredible run of arcs over the past month or so, just some really excellent ones. So I'm hoping that this continues that trend. So The Throne of the Five Winds, hoping 
to uh, finish that this coming week. And then also this coming Thursday, the 26th of September 2019, Uncrowned by Will White releases. I know I've been talking about this one quite a bit, like every week um, for the past month or something like that. I love Will White's Cradle Books. Cannot wait for Uncrowned to come out. This is the seventh one, I believe, in the series. This is just wonderful fantasy. The books are fairly small, somewhere between 250 and 325 pages each. Uh, So they're quick reads. Uh, If you haven't been reading Cradle, I I don't know what to say more to convince you. Great action-packed fantasy, really great characters. There's a little bit of an element where, you know, you're playing the long game when you first get into it. The first book is definitely a solid entry, but the second and third books up the ante significantly for the series, especially for the characters. And it's really by the time you get to books four and five that the characters have just... They've gone from very good to some of my favorite characters. And you, you just kind of love seeing what happens to them next. So very neat magic system. Uh, there's an element of progression to it. So the characters get stronger in the magic system as time goes on and as they train more and that kind of thing. So it's, it's very sort of anime-esque in that way. Uh, wouldn't it be dissimilar to maybe something like a Naruto or or that sort of thing. So I love that sort of fantasy, anime-inspired kind of stuff. So Uncrowned coming out this Thursday. I will undoubtedly, if I have not finished The Throne of the Five Winds, I will probably pause my reading in that to read Uncrowned. That's how much I love Will White's Cradle series. So... If you have not yet begun that series, start with Unsold. Uh, it's awesome. Go go check it out. Go check it out. Upcoming releases this week. So that means uh, Tuesday, September 24, both The Bone Ships by R.J. Barker and Steel Crow Saga by Paul Kruger release. I think you should get both of them. I think you should get both of them on day one, frankly. Uh, go to Amazon now, pre-order them. You know, on Monday, Tuesday, go go to your favorite brick-and-mortar bookstore, your local bookstore, whatever, and pick these up or have them order them for you. Uh, the Bone Ships, already talked about that one this week. Really, really enjoyed it. Ton of fun, nautical fantasy. Steel Crow Saga, I talked about that a week or two ago. My review for that is now live on Fantasy Book Review. In fact, at present, Steel Crow Saga is one of our books of the month over at Fantasy Book Review. So uh, check that out. It's great story. The, the character development in particular in Steel Crow Saga is just out of this world. It is nothing short of masterful. What uh, Kruger manages to do with these uh, four characters who who are his viewpoint characters in Steel Crow Saga is just amazing. Um, there are points when you you are rooting for each of these characters, even when maybe they're cross purposes to another character. Uh, y- you know, 
you you really fall in love with them as characters. There are, there are points where you laugh with them, points where you just sort of ache with them, where you feel their pain and uh, really struggle with what they're struggling with. It's very, very well done. I can't say enough good things about Steel Crow Saga. I loved it. I think you'll love it. Go pick it up this week uh, whenever it releases, you know, for me, there would be no hesitation in picking up either of these books, uh, day one release day. I'm actually really thankful that I have been able to read them early, uh, because then I, if not, I'd be trying to read both of these plus uncrowned coming out on Thursday. It's just too much to read in one week. So um, I'm glad that I've, I've been able to, to read them and can recommend them heartily to you. Uh, So definitely go check out those books. And of course, uncrowned comes out on Thursday. So uh, make sure if you're a fan of the cradle series to take a look at that as well. A couple things in the news this week that I've kind of been, you know, keeping an eye on the first of those is that the wheel of time, uh, TV show, uh, began principal photography. And that's kind of an exciting thing. It's, it's an interesting milestone. You know, this thing is really going to happen. And I have not been, I think I've said on the podcast here before, I have not been really following the development of this series until somewhat recently, the casting announcements are the thing that intrigued me about this. Uh, I've been rather pleased with what I've seen and it's kind of got me interested a little bit in the series. Again, the wheel of time as a book series uh, at one point in time, this was one of my favorite fantasy series on rereads, I often stumble when I get to the midpoint of the series, probably after book five or six, definitely after book six, I feel like things just slow down and get bogged down in a bunch of different plot lines that aren't maybe necessarily uh, related to the main plot. Uh, maybe they're extraneous. I-, I-, I don't know, but I just get bogged down until maybe we get to knife of dreams. And, and I feel like things start to pick up again. And that's like book 11 or 12. So like a number of books in the series five, six, I mean, nearly half of the series for me is just kind of this real slog. And, and so it's not held up well for me on rereads and, uh, and that's really too bad, but I am interested to see how they adapt this for TV, and if they're able to adapt the source material in such a way to remove some of that that slog when they get to it, certainly the first books, the early books in the series, I think are um, are very very good. So uh, I, I am kind of intrigued. We'll see where this goes. But the Wheel of Time series began uh, principal photography this past week. We also got an announcement that. The uh, Lord of the Rings, Amazon's uh, Lord of the Rings TV show is set to film in New Zealand. Now, the significance of this is uh, New Zealand is the same place where the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies were filmed. And so it's, it's, 
it's an interesting choice because visually we're going to sort of go back to Middle Earth, as it were. And, you know, that's that's interesting. I, you know, so there, there's going to be at least some continuity in terms of, you know, environments, even if not the same one. It's in the same area. They're going to be filming the same sorts of environments as they had in the Lord of the Rings movies. And, and I think that's, I think that's very interesting. So we'll sort of see how that develops. I do think it's also worth noting that, you know, we have here Amazon, you know, going out on a limb with some, you know, major fantasy series. And we've seen that also from Netflix with uh, the dark crystal age of resistance and also Amazon's um, carnival row. There's, there's a number of, and this is no doubt partially due to Game of Thrones, but there's a number of adaptations currently, you know, on the small screen or coming to the small screen, or if not adaptations, just original fantasy, you know, and I think that's to the good. Fantasy is becoming uh, more mainstream again. A lot of thanks to Game of Thrones, also to Harry Potter, and yes, you know, nearly 20 years ago now, the original Lord of the Rings uh, movies uh, that Peter Jackson filmed. So, you know, it's it's a good time to be a fan of fantasy. There's lots of great books, and we're, we're seeing uh, more and more good, solid fantasy television series as well. So, uh, so that's exciting. A bit of housekeeping things then to wrap us up. I mentioned last week, and it's still coming, I'm going to uh, have an interview. Uh, It'll drop this coming week with Wesley T. Allen, who is the author of In the Land of the Penny Gnomes, which is just this funny, uh, geeky, uh, for me, laugh-out-loud-at-moments novel that is definitely done in like a Pratchett-esque sort of sort of tone and and whatnot. So uh, a lot of fun. It's it's satire and... uh, uh, it just it hit the right notes for me whenever uh, it comes to the comedy in it. So uh, I'll be talking to Wesley. Uh, you'll get to hear that uh, this week. And probably not this week, but the following. So I'll say more about it next week uh, on, the, on my weekly pod. But uh, you're going to get an amazing roundtable discussion that I did with a group of bloggers slash reviewers and I can't wait for you to get this. I won't say any more about that right now, but uh, I cannot wait for you to uh, get to listen to that roundtable as well. So lots of fun stuff coming. Again, thank you so much uh, for listening, for subscribing, for sharing uh, with your friends. Uh, as always, I'm available. You can follow me on Twitter at CPark2005. Uh, ask questions there. Uh, you can uh, find me on Goodreads or uh, if you frequent our fantasy, you can check me out on Reddit again, username CPark2005. So uh, thanks so much. Hope you have uh, a wonderful week of reading and uh, go pick up some of those, uh, some of those upcoming books that, uh, that I mentioned. They're worth it.